Hi guys, this is Imperfectly Perfect Tea with an opinion on all things and an expert on nothing. Today I want to talk about what um, a typical day was like for me as a lead hair teacher. Um, so I was supposed to be at work at 8 a.m. I typically arrive between 8, maybe 8.15 at the latest. And before I was even able to take off like my purse, my coat, my jacket, I immediately had to go to another teacher's room to collect um, the students who were a part of my class because uh, we had childcare. So childcare hours are from 6 a.m. until 9 a.m. when the Head Start program from, um, starts from 9 a.m. until 3 p.m. And then from 3 p.m. to 6 p.m., um, that's when child care resumes. So it's pretty much nonstop, um, you know, children the moment I come in. So I would have to go and collect my kids, bring them back to the classroom with me. I would have to go about my daily task of healthy safe, health and safety checks of the classroom, the washroom. I may have to clean up, take down the chairs, put um, the chairs on the floor um i pretty much was at the mercy of the children so whatever their mood was i had to adapt to it like if they were tired and sleepy then um i had to make sure that they were you know comfortable and could lay down or if they were tired and sleepy and then another child came in who also had child care then i had to um adjust for both of the children in the class hoping that the one will be quiet so that the other one could rest or it's going to be a difficult morning you know both of the children or all of the children could be cranky they wanted to play they were energized and energetic as soon as they came in um i probably would have had to get some tasks ready for the day in terms of whatever it is that we're studying you know, um, maybe if I did not do it the day before, write out the question of the day, write out a list of the children's name, make sure that, um, make sure that the projects that we were going to do for the day were ready to get done. Okay, now this is still me. I'm in the classroom by myself. This is not two teachers as of yet. My teacher typic my, um, Co-teachers typically did not come in until around 9 30, 10 o'clock. So when the children came in at 9, I had to make sure to help all of them. And I had a classroom size of 20. So I had to make sure each and every one of them, you know, put their things away, wash their hands, kept breakfast, um, make sure that they had tasks to do that wasn't um, too disruptive. I had to make sure that the children who needed to eat did eat, and sometimes they did not want to if the other children were playing. Um, I had to make sure that if they were in the washroom, I was monitoring that. that um, and it's, it was a lot of stress for several years, um, the same capacity putting out all the fires that needed to be put out in the morning, making sure all of the paperwork. And it wasn't just for 20, it was an equivalent of 40 because they had two programs where um, one of them was preschool for all and the other one was the Head Start program. Both of them required um, documentation, checkpoints, um, parent-teacher conferences, 
this was it had to be done it wasn't combined some programs had both of their programs combined but mine was separate because they wanted separate funding i did not receive separate pay i only received one uh, base pay i really enjoyed the children i enjoyed you know teaching them my favorite thing about children is when they get a concept or idea that i'm trying to teach them and it clicks into place if they've been having trouble with their three-point grip and suddenly they get it or i can see them teach a friend something that i taught them or um they're learning words and they remember their scaffolding building upon the information that they already know all of that is so exciting it's the paperwork that's draining um, it's the lack of support when you're in a classroom that's draining. It's when the admins are dismissive to what's going on. People always dismiss Head Start uh, as if it's just child care. Now, there is a difference, like I said, between child care and preschool versus Head Start. Head Start required studies, um, at least the one that I did. We use teaching strategies and we had to teach the children. We had to have lesson plans. They had to be done um two weeks in advance they had to be printed out on friday and hung on the wall on monday and if a teacher didn't take um it serious and shame on them because the whole purpose of a head start program is to give the children a head start so when they go to school that the teachers should in a kindergarten capacity teach them on their level or more um the basic thing for me is to make children social, emotionally prepared because they are not. Um, most of some of them are um, only children, or there are a gap between them and their siblings. Um, a lot of them come in nonverbal. I have been speaking by the end of the year. A lot of them come in not potty trained. I have them fully potty trained. A lot of them come in like um physically aggressive like they they may have you know older siblings who roughhouse with them so instead of knowing how to communicate um, their wants and needs their likes and dislikes they're just physically um aggressive they and then they don't understand why they don't have friends because it's off-putting when you're fighting um the other children the parents make excuses oh well that's how it is at home yes but there is a difference in the separation between home and school. And you should teach the children to assimilate to the classroom how to gain and maintain friendships. So um, most of the documentation and planning was supposed to be put in. I don't know. I didn't like really have a prep time. But I guess after the children leave at the end of the day, um, the planning and documentation was supposed to take place. However, it wasn't that straightforward or simple because a i still had children b i had to clean because we didn't just have snacks for the children we had three meals per day they had a full breakfast they had a full lunch and they had a full supper not a snack before they went home and we had to clean up the classroom you know spray it down the um, chairs please spray down chairs teachers um, the table because they wipe things under there they wipe them under the chairs and everything so we had to sweep we had to vacuum we had to mop we had to clean the washrooms you know thoroughly so with all of that you may get a chance to rest if they say do your planning in um 
the documentation during nap time. Nap time isn't straightforward either. Nap times, there are 20 children in a classroom, so they all are not going to sleep at the same time. Some of them may have to go to the washroom. Some of them may have accidents. You have to clean up, not just um, the physical child, but you have to clean up like their cots and stuff like that. You may have to change it. Um, you're putting out a lot of fires consistently. And to have like downtime and quiet time, that was very rare. And well, at least for the program that I worked at. And it was draining and it was exhausting. And when I made the decision to walk away after um, almost five years at that particular facility, then it was hard because um, I love the children. I wanted to see them continue to grow, but I was no longer happy in the capacity as a teacher. And I took off for nine months and I only made the <laughs> decision to return to um, teaching in the form of a substitute because um, I needed to pay my bills. And I had did a really good job of saving up until the end because like I said, I was out of work for nine months, especially with the help of my two sons. And it was a relief. It helped me to heal mentally and emotionally because it's not just that straightforward. Like all the children are not well behaved. Some of them um, have behavior problems or, or are developmentally delayed and it's difficult every day. Having children, with, some children with IEP is the equivalent to me of being in a abusive relationship. And we don't get time as teachers to heal from those abusive relationships. We just have to suck it up and continue on to the next set of children. And most of the Head Start programs don't have summers off. They just go straight for it. It used to be you would have two weeks to prepare your classroom and to get ready for the new school year. But now it's not even that. It's like you get like two, three days before the new school year uh, rolls around. And it's exhausting. And I said that the first school that was able to allow the teachers a summer off was going to be flooded with teachers. And because I found that school, I'm going to say the school name. It's um, a human, uh, Asian Human Services. It's called Passage. It's on Grand Meyer up north. And they have summers off. Those Teachers last day of school was in June and they did not return back to school until August 21st. So they had a summer off. Now, I do understand that it has to be adjustment and pay to make sure that you have to get paid, but they had the mental rest to recover. And um, charter schools as well, because charters, you know, typically are on. Well, when my sons went to the charter, they worked uh, for 10 weeks and were off for three. And it was adjusted like throughout the year. Sometimes it's two weeks they were off. Sometimes it was three weeks. Sometimes it was a month. But um, every time that I was tired and my sons were tired, it was time for a break. And a lot of head start programs should model their schools after um, charters or even this school passage up north on Grand Meyer. But also the fact that um, teachers... Head Start teachers in particular, it's very difficult for them to get the recognition. And I have seen like some schools just only be like centers for 
holding your children or babysitting essentially but the program i worked for was a school um and the teachers should have been treated like regular school teachers and i think it's mentally and emotionally abusive to not give them time some of these schools um at least my schools a lot of these schools do not have spring breaks the parents look forward to the spring break so the schools will tell the parents um well you could take your child out for a spring break um but the entire school won't get it now there's some of these children have older siblings and because they have older siblings the parents are looking forward to it the teachers are looking forward to it um christmas break is the most amount of time that teachers may get off and they have to use their own personal time um personal days to get paid it's not just like oh pay holiday nope that that doesn't exist um they don't have summer breaks it's another holiday they may get some of the holidays off that cps has but not uh, much but me working at these schools and the capacity of a sub is freeing and liberating of the responsibility however it is frustrating when i go to some of these centers or some of the schools and things are not being done what i deem as properly or what i've been taught and what i've been trained as properly and you don't want to offend or overstep your bound in a capacity of being a guest as a sub um, so you just pretty much have to hold your breath and watch people do things wrong. And even if you try to tell them and insist, you don't know if they'll be offended or might not invite you back because they were offended that you tried to give them some advice. It's, it's really frustrating for me. Um, the center that, I mean, the company that I work for um, is a good company because they pay better than a lot of the schools pay. And that's how they're getting a lot of the teachers to come to them. It's better pay. You set your own hours. Um, right now, I'm only working like three or four days a week and I love it. Um, and if I don't wanna work, I say I'm not gonna work. You don't get any of the hassle about, oh, you were out. So it's a good company. I don't like their communication policy and I don't like um, how I personally don't feel as supported. It's been a few times where I, I just didn't feel supported while I was working at this company. And um, the views that I am expressing are that of me and me only and has no affiliation with any other companies I have worked with before or have worked with since. And until next time, imperfectly perfect tweet.